ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Oki Podcast. All right, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Oki Podcast. And on today's episode, I have a an, I have another amazing guest. I'm so excited that you know he wanted to come on the show and just you know talk about everything that he's been through and where it's led him. Uh, my guest for today is Aaron Phillips. Aaron is a pro fighter, and right now he is on the Ultimate Fighter season twenty nine. What is going on, Aaron? How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, bro. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Like, so for the listeners, bro, um, tell where you grew up and what was that like? You know, did you move around a lot and what kind of just led to you like just becoming a fighter, you know, and then what led to the opportunities that you have now? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I grew up in uh, Kotzebue, Alaska. So it's like middle of nowhere, North, Northwest, uh, Alaska, you know, kind of the main hub for all the villages around us. And, um, yeah, I just ended up like wrestling. I wrestled my whole life. You know, I wasn't really a big fan of like confrontation. Still, still not a big fan of confrontation. So like being an MMA fighter is kind of like, you know, kind of wild. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, my brother, uh, you know, it's probably about two, two and a half years ago now, three years ago. Um, yeah, my brother was, he's like, I'm gonna do an amateur boxing match, you know, and I, so I sparred with him a couple of times, you know, let him beat me up. And uh, yeah, I worked with him and I was like, you know, maybe I'll take a amateur MMA fight. And so I did. And uh, yeah, it is wild. Um, so I just go in this amateur fight and <laughs> the promoter was like, Hey, you guys want to bump up to pro is me and this guy's first fight. And we're like, you know, not knowing anybody, we're both like, yeah, well, it's, you know, if it sounds cool, you know, maybe we'll just do this once and you don't know, never do it again. And, um, we went in there and, and, uh, yeah, so I became a pro, no amateur career and, uh, not, well, it's got not knowing better, which is fine. And, uh, from then on, it's just been like, you know, taking fights whenever they offer them to me and, uh, every like two months or so and uh it was training out of my mom's garage my her little shop and uh yeah it's been awesome uh you know just all the support i get from like the community and stuff too is really cool and you know all my family down in oklahoma all the people down in oklahoma and stuff that's awesome too like and uh you know really just uh yeah it's been a wild ride man it's been a wild ride just uh, all a lot of ups so far there's some downs but i mean it's like there's so many ups and they're like the highs the highs of highs are so much that i just can't you know like the, the lows don't even really matter at, uh in the whole fight game yeah and then so you're yeah you family down here so yeah yeah uh, I, got, where I, I got family down in uh oklahoma um well when you lived in uh, the fall area for i was like third grade I, I was there for about like uh about eight months you know and that's you know we always went down there for like family trips and stuff and you know they're all they're all still down there um and, you know, they're all keeping up with my, um, my fight career and stuff. And, you know, eventually I'm going to go down there and visit them. Cause it's just, you know, there's just a lot of, a lot of, uh, travel and stuff for fighting and stuff. I haven't really made my way down there, but mm-hmm. you know, I have a lot of big fans and family down there. So it's, <laughs> can't wait to get down there and uh, visit them. Wow. Wow. So you're, uh, are you Creek? Yeah. Yep. I'm yeah, Creek. You're Creek. And then you were, so you, you said you were down in Ufala? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we, I lived in Alaska for, um, most of my life. Um, we moved down to Eufaula my third grade year and, you know, I was there for, there for about a year and, you know, I loved it down there. Like it was, it was a good time and I loved it. I loved everything about it and, you know, learning, um, this whole other culture that I've come from, you know, that's part of me and that's really cool. And, um, now that I've gotten into fighting and I have all these outlets and stuff and all these, 
people come to me, you know, it's like, it's, it's really expanding my, you know, my thoughts on everything and, you know, being able to explore all that and, you know, dive into that culture as well. Cause I've lived this culture my whole life, you know, and just kind of seeing that now is it's, uh, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what, uh, like explain like, uh, what, what that is, like what the culture is like, what do we want to, what do you want to expand on? I just want to learn more about it, you know, just get more deep into the roots of it. Um, here, you know, it's, 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 it's a definitely way different because we're, you know, we're in the middle of nowhere, Alaska. And, um, but it's, it's, it's similar still, you know, it's like, cause you still feel, I still feel the familiarity of it. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's just, uh, it's just a whole different like history that I want to learn about and I want to, you know, like really expand on. Cause I know a lot about up here and how it went. So, um, you know, it's just, I want to learn a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you, uh, so is it like a little village you live in in Alaska? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're a tiny little town, 3,000, mm-hmm. 4,000 people about roughly. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really like a lot of culture in this town still. So it's like a lot of hunting and stuff and traditional stuff going on. You know, we're still all doing all of our traditional stuff and being outdoorsy. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just, a, it's a crazy lifestyle up here. It's a uh, wild West, you know, <laughs> it's, wow. it's just like every, every man for himself kind of stuff. It's pretty crazy. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely an experience up here. It's, you know, being isolated, not having, um, you know, anything like no gyms or nothing, no contact or anything. And, um, there's kind of doing everything myself and watching YouTube videos. That's, uh, that's definitely a trip. And, uh, you know, how, how much potential people see in me after training myself for about two years, you know, that's, what's so cool about it being on the tough show. So when did you, when did you start? Um, what year was that when you started getting into fighting? Cause you said you're a wrestler uh, and then you transition into that fight you're talking about. Yeah, it was, uh, it was about 2018. I, I wrestled, uh, graduated high school in 09, you know, wrestled. Yeah. I wrestled my whole life and then I uh, graduated 2009 and then I went to college for about two, three years and wrestled there. Um, and then after that, I just came home and I've been working and working and, you know, just staying in shape and never, never considered fighting ever. Um, and then this one day, you know, my brother got into it. So I was like, oh, if he's going to do it, I want to do it. You know, I'm pretty competitive with my older brother. And so <laughs> he's going to do it. I'm going to one up him kind of thing. And so, you know, we both got into it. And now we're now whenever uh, we're in the same town, we're always working with each other. You know, it's always good. We're talking about it. It's uh, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then you and so. So you basically learned from YouTube is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I uh, watched this guy on YouTube. Um, uh, Shane Fazden, he, uh, he's the guy I watch all the time and cause he's a pretty technical guy. And, you know, I like his, uh, his, the brand he like puts out there and, um, you know, it's just like, I watched him all like his videos all the time. I'd watch them over and over and over again, like these like five minute videos. And I'd like watch, watch, watch. And I'd, you know, like try to mirror his movements and stuff and I'm just over here, like doing his stuff. And, you know, that's kind of how I, you know, learned to fight really. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I just let the, the instincts do the rest kind of stuff and it's uh you know it's been going good so far it's been going real good yeah you know, i've had a lot of opportunities have a lot of doors opening up now and now that i'm on tough 29 um uh, tune in tuesday <laughs> <laughs> wow Probably so, see more. yeah yeah and then so you've so you've taken fights like through like learning youtube or how many fights have you had in all before uh, tough, I've before, had seven tough. Pro, yeah. before tough i've had seven pro fights seven pro fights yeah five and two um 
my first two fights, uh, first one, you know, I was training for about a month before it. And I was like, I was like, you know, I'm kind of in good shape, you know, I fought 205 and, uh, and for that one, and I got the TKO win. And then, um, the second one, I think I won by submission, which is wild because I never trained many submissions in my life. <laughs> um, third fight, I took short notice against, um, uh, against a really strong opponent, Al Matavao. He, um, uh, he actually was on the contender series, uh, shortly after that, I think. Um, after a couple wins after that, uh, a couple knockouts after that. And I took that one short notice went the distance with him. And, um, <clears throat> you know, it's just been a learning. So every time I fight, it's, you know, I get, I get a little bit better and, you know, I, I learn from the fights too. So that's, that's, what's cool about it. I, you know, I just, but like a lot of my fights are just like, uh, yeah, sure. You know, they offer it and I'll take it kind of thing, mm -hmm. you know, cause I don't, I can't be really too choosy with, you know, I don't know who they are. They don't know who I am. So it's like, you know, what's the point of pick and choosing if they, <laughs> so I just go out there and I scrap. That's pretty, that's pretty impressive though. You know, learning from a uh, YouTube and not having like a traditional gym, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like, there's no gyms up there. Yeah. Yeah. The gym, I uh, just ripped out my mom's uh, shop and <laughs> took all the stuff out of there and just threw some mats in there in the heavy bag. And uh, you know, I got some friends who helped me out, but they're, uh, you know, they're not really like, they're not like college wrestlers or nothing, you know, like guys who've like lived this now and uh, you know, they just don't come from a fighting background. They've wrestled and stuff. Sure. But I mean, like they haven't, they haven't really done like a fighting background. So it's a lot of like them learning and me learning and, you know, they're all about 150 pounds. So that's kind of a, <laughs> we have to deal with the weight issues as well. They, they have to deal with me being a lot heavier than them. So, you know, it's a, uh, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work, but uh, you know, it's a lot of fun too, though. It's, you know, it's a good time, you know, really inspire people in the community. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so that was about 2018. So it's about three years. Yeah, that, just about yeah. yeah, three years. Three years you've been fighting, and then how did the uh, tough opportunity come come about? Yeah, so the show is coming up, and my manager um, he got a hold of me, and he was like, "Hey, uh, Tough Twenty Nine, you want to do that, or you want to go do another fight?" And I was like, "Uh, let's try to get me in Tough Twenty Nine, and then if I don't get in, you know, I'll, uh, I'll you know, I'll, I'll put my name in the hat there, and if I if I don't get in, then." Um, then I'll just take a fight, you know, I'll take as many fights as I can, you know, whatever, you know, just get me to the, get me to the big show as fast as I can and just be successful in this. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, so we put my name in the half for tough 29. They, I got the call and, you know, before, well, before the show aired, I went down there for a month and, um, I went down to Denver for a month to train. And, um, so I did that month in Denver. So I was actually like, a, I was gone for my family a month before all the other fighters were for the show. And, um, I was out there training for a month in Denver. My brother came down for a couple weeks, trained with him. And then, uh, yeah, I got the calls on the show. They're like, all right, you're confirmed on the show. So I uh, flew to Vegas and, you know, we did the filming for the show and had a good time. <laughs> and I, I mean, I learned a lot, you know, being on Volk's team. Yeah. Where did you train at in uh, Denver? What gym? Uh, there was a gym, uh, A1 Boxing. Um, I was I was wanting to train with the Elevation Fight Team because um, I have a buddy on that, on that team, but their team is so full, you know, so stacked and you know, it's understandable that they can't really take too many people, you know, like, like, Hey, we already have like 90, 90 pro fighters on this pro fight team. You know, that's, a, that's kind of a lot. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, I understand. You know, and so I just went, when, uh, me and my brother, we just went off to uh, a one boxing and did our thing. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, we didn't get much wrestling in, but you know, which, uh, probably would have benefited uh, for that first fight in the first episode, but, uh, you know, we did what we could. And, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I, you know, I got to be on the show, so I can't really complain. <laughs> Wow, ninety people, ninety fighters at that gym. 
That's crazy. Yeah, they got elevation is pretty, uh, pretty, pretty popular. Pretty, uh, re- a really, really good team. Um, and uh, yeah, they have like Justin Gaethje and all those guys. You know, it's and uh, so they got all those good fighters there. And you know, so it was kind of full, so I didn't really get to get in there, but and scrap with any of those guys, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, it would have been awesome if I did, though. Man, yeah, that's uh, well, it's it's crazy how much the sport has grown. Like because uh, Jackson's Jackson Wink. They have you seen their facility, their new facility that they just built? Uh, no, I, I so, haven't seen it yet. No, no. So it was like a, it's been years since they built it, but it's like a huge gym, and they added on like a, I think a upstairs for like dorm, like dormitory, so people can live there. Oh dang! And so people live there, and they like train there, and it's just like a from what I hear, it's just like a big ass college or something like. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's really cool, man, that they started doing that because they have fighters from all over that, you know, want to fight, but they don't have a place to live. You know, they don't have money to pay rent. So it allows them to do this full time, you know, and strive for that goal of being a a fighter, a pro fighter, what they want to do. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, That's that's the hardest part is just, you know, is just having to worry about bills and stuff and then, you know, but continue fighting. You know, because a lot of at the at the regional scene, um, they don't really pay too well most most oh. places. So it's kind of it's tough, man. It's tough, and with COVID, you know, it's hard to find fights. You know, I got fortunate enough to have to get a fight during COVID, um, in uh, in uh, Lancaster, and uh, that was yeah, I was I was just really lucky to get that. And then I was going into tough, you know, and a lot of those guys didn't have fights for since before COVID hit hard, and uh, when everything shut down, and that was pretty wild. That was wild to me that. Like man, a lot of you guys have not fought, man. That's rough. And uh, so I was going in there with a little bit more, a uh, little more, like a little more rust off the gears. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I didn't under well, I never thought of how COVID may have. Well, I didn't even know there's gonna be a tough twenty nine. Like I haven't even like really mm-hmm. caught up with. Uh, got to catch up with UFC. Like it's been super busy, and then COVID, because uh-huh. COVID just kind of shut down the UFC anyways, and so. It was a really weird year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're still going, but not not as much as we had liked. Yeah, <laughs> and then um, so I I know like from past Tufts, you know they they would bring you out, and then they would like wouldn't they like make people kind of do like tournament style of grappling and like sparring and all that? You have to do all that um no no uh, i think this one they just uh, made a selection uh, based off of uh, our records and you know and who was available and stuff like that and it was um i'm not sure really how they made the selections but uh you know they, they picked me so i can't really uh they just picked the best i'd have to say yeah yeah that's super <laughs> dope though damn to be on tough so yeah damn without spoiling anything what, what was your experience like like just what can you say about your experience? Uh, it was crazy. Um, you know, being in a, being in a house with a bunch of guys you have to fight, you know, and train with every day. And you, you don't have any contact to the outside world. Like you're only, like, there's no contact and you have no phone. Um, that was, that was the weirdest part at first. It was like having a phone, like, you know, the phone and then you're having, you have a mic on and, uh, you know, cameras on you all the time, but it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's crazy experience, but to me, it was like, man, this is so fun. You know, like all these guys are like, man, cause they, they, all these, a lot of the fighters, they came from, um, really good gyms anyway. Um, 
you know, and they had, they have a lot of like their connections on the outside anyway. And this, for me, this is like, this is the first time this is the first for me. And so I got on the show and uh, they took my phone away and I, man, I was so pumped. I was, I was, uh, I just remember being so like, like we went into our quarantine and stuff and we were there for like seven days or something. And uh, I think it was seven, yeah, seven days. We were in quarantine for this hotel room and uh, we was on our phones all the time and they took it away. And I was like, all right, this is it. This is it. I was remember being so happy. I was like, I was like, man, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I was so excited for this. And uh, <clears throat> yeah. And then it got to, uh, yeah, I just got in the house and I was like, I was like, all right, this, but while going into the house, I'd have to say I went, I wanted to be like neutral, like kind of like, uh, you know, but like not really, like not really be friends with anybody. Cause I was like, well, if I'm friends with the, you know, it'd be weird to be friends with like 85 or, you know, and you have to fight them. And then, you know, that's, that's going to be, make it weird. But you know, there's, there's a lot of good guys in the house. So, um, you know, you got to get to like meet a lot of good people. You know, a lot of people are like, <clears throat> um, really good. And they're not like alpha male, you know, they're not, like oh yeah like you know puff their chest out kind of guys they're good guys uh, like really good guys so it's um it's a crazy experience you know it's it's not something i'd ever want to do again but uh, <laughs> but it definitely was a good time <laughs> so they wanted to bring you back later on you know how they do those uh tough seasons where they bring back fighters would you would you do it or um it kind of depends it depends on how this uh this whole season is going to play out um mm. So, you know, as the season goes on, we'll see how it plays out and uh, we'll see what my next move is after, after the season's done airing. Mm -hmm. What were the uh, coaches like? Oh, well, for, for, uh, okay. well, for, for, first of all, if nobody hasn't watched tough 29 yet, please go watch tough 29, like catch up on it. And uh, Aaron, could you tell who the coaches are? So people that don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, the champion at 145 um from australia great guy uh he was my coach um and then there's brian ortega who's uh i think he trains in california i don't really know much about brian <laughs> you know that's how that's how much i wanted to be on his team um, <laughs> um he's a really good fighter too he's a cool guy um he's cool to hang out with um but yeah this i was on volk's team and it was man it was, the team was just like the vibes from each team was like so different like ours ours just felt so much more alive but uh they could probably say the same thing about theirs you know like hey ours is so much better you know than ours than your guys's but man our team was vulcan uh, like the team we had was so cool um bunch of really cool guys um easy going you know they don't let you uh they don't let you mope around too long you know so after my loss in the first episode um spoiler alert if whoever hasn't watched yet it's a good fight though so tune in um uh they uh yeah, they just don't let you get down for long. Like, you know, like you're, you're over there moping around after your fight and then they're like, hey, no, nah, and they start, you know, get a little bit of banter in there and they get you going to get you ready for your, like, you know, hey, you're not out, man, you know. You know, anything can happen on the tough show. So, you know, that's uh, it's kind of like they get you, they get your mind right. You know, they're really good coaches, really good guys, you know, cared about us. You know, they're more concerned about our, our careers and like stuff like that and the show, how we do on the show and uh, present ourselves then, you know, their, their personal gain from the show themselves, you know, and that's, that's uh, the kind of coaches we all worked with on the show for everybody. Yeah. Anything can happen on the show too. So I remember watching past episodes where they'd be like, just be ready, you know, be ready to step in or somebody could, something could happen to somebody and never know, you never know. You got to stay ready on that show. Yeah. yeah. I've seen on past shows where uh, some guys like, you know, like, 
they're getting ready for a fight, get hurt, and then they just bring it. And then another guy's like, oh, well, you just lost, but then you have to fight again. You know, that kind of stuff's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was something that was always in the back of our minds in the sh- going into the show. We were going to that first day and we we're like, man, what if something like that happened? You know, and that's keeps you on edge the whole time, you know, because <laughs> you never know if you're going to be, you know, fighting the guy you're sitting next to, just going to get an announcement on that, you know, that's kind of thing. It's kind of like that, you know, the show is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Did, um, did, uh, dang, I was going to ask you something. Um, what was uh Dana like? Dana White. Oh man, uh, he could probably pick up a semi truck. He's a really buff dude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he walks in the room, and I was like, I was like, man, Dana's Dana's been he's been you know pushing uh, pushing six hundred pounds on the bench bar. Probably this guy's huge, and uh, you know he's just a cool guy. You know he's he's look he's just looking for you know people to fight hard and who have people of heart, you know, people that go out there and just scrap and, you know, look good doing it. And, uh, you know, he's, he's really straightforward. He's, uh, and he's just a busy man all the time. You know, he's, he's got a, he's got a crazy business to run right now. And, um, now that it's blowing up, I, I bet it's even crazier for him, but yeah, he's a, he's a cool guy. You know, he's, he's, he's definitely cool to talk to and, you know, he's, he's a nice guy up front. So, uh, but other than that, I don't know him too well. Yeah. I haven't had coffee with him or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he seems uh for what they show on the shows it's like he's always like very intense and like he's yeah, yeah. like very like yeah like straightforward and doesn't fuck around like <laughs> yeah that's uh that's that's dana he's a, yeah he's he's a nice guy but i mean he's straight he's he'll, he'll tell you what's what you know he's gonna be like hey don't don't uh don't f around but <laughs> yeah nuts. yeah he's always like like oh my god yeah i'd be so like intimidated and like it'd just be like a uh, a figure like just you know like an older figure just like <laughs> yeah. always like watching you being ready to gripe you out or something and yeah he's like <laughs> i remember like on past shows he's like uh you guys like don't fuck this up or like don't like <laughs> it's just always you like want, saying crazy stuff you want to be a fucking fighter yeah <laughs> the famous speeches yeah the famous speeches i was i was definitely afraid of getting one of those i was like yeah. man please don't scold me don't scold me <laughs> like i yeah, would have been down behind somebody i've been like they're yelling at you guys not me yeah there was one where uh oh was it shane carwin did you have you seen that season i think it was shane carwin and roy nelson uh, I mean, I, well, I've seen, I've seen, I, yeah, I've seen a little bit of that season, yeah. Yeah, there was a, there was a, an episode where I think, so Shane went to the gym, and I guess the van was supposed to pick everybody up, and the guys, the, his team, were like, we're not training, we're not training today, like we're not gonna train with, we're not doing anything today. It's a day off, we deserve it. So Shane was at the gym waiting for them, and they never showed up. So man, he was pissed. He told Dana. Dana was pissed. Like <laughs> he went That's to the house. Move. He went. In, <laughs> they both went to the house, and Dana just talked, scolded them. He was like, "You guys want to be here or not?" He goes, "I brought you out here, and all this." And I was, I felt like I was getting yelled at. I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> Start sinking down in your seat a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Dana, I'm sorry. Please stop." <laughs> Yeah. Don't don't yell at them, please. They didn't mean it. <laughs> oh, is there any any famous speeches like that? Uh there's some pretty good ones. Um yeah. but uh you know, I don't remember off the top of the head, so 
we just got to wait and see because I don't uh, the first two episodes I don't think he, he really talked too much other than uh, given you know the, the fighter picks and stuff but um, yeah it's uh he's 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 on, he's on there a lot you know he's yeah. he'll be on there. <laughs> Damn. So um, are you gonna are you gonna stay up in Alaska or do you think you'll you know move somewhere or move back to Oklahoma possibly open up a gym? <clears throat> <laughs> um, well right now right now the plan is uh to go to um to go to um to go to uh houston and from houston i'm gonna go to um just kind of go anywhere you know anyways kind of open from there and uh we'll just from, from so we'll go from here to houston and then uh me and my girlfriend we're just not we don't know what we're gonna do from there probably just live down there and uh we have a good gym down there so We'll just stay stay focused, you know, get the training two days, get get moving on this pro career. Um, and possibly go to Oklahoma and open up a gym. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll be going, but uh, since I'm in, I'm just right there in Texas, so I'll just be going down. I'll be going to Oklahoma all the time. For real, man. Yeah, dude. Like we'll have to I have a lot of family there. We'll have, we'll have to link up. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm uh, for sure. But uh yeah, sorry about the distraction though. That was a. Uh, I was like, I was like, oh hey, trying to wave at the <laughs> Trying to wave at somebody, I was like, they're waving at me. I was like, hey, <laughs> hold on, just let me tell the story. Um, but yeah, we're gonna be going down to Houston, um, hopefully soon. You know, depending on the news, any any kind of news we get, um, I could be leaving at any moment. So, but um, in reality, me and my girlfriend are planning probably about early July, like right after Fourth of July or something. But because we're still getting packed up, we got a lot of stuff here, and so we're gonna get it all down there, and uh, yeah, get this ball rolling. I'm take this uh, take this full time. Yeah. I don't blame you, man. Plus the platform you've created too. That's really, that's really great. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Springboard. I'm, I'm man, it's just, this is going so fast. You know, it's hard to keep up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to jump on it too. Like, man, mm -hmm. no freaking holding back. Uh, that was my, my cousin Colton. He's uh he's actually in my, uh, the first episode he shows it with my girlfriend and uh, him and, um, yeah, he's he's a, he's, he's a big fan of mine. Every time he sees me uh, out working out, he's always like, Aaron, I fight you. I fight you. Uh, sure, you want to you scrap? <laughs> I'll fight a three-year-old. <laughs> uh, um, he's a cool kid. He's a uh, he. He always wants to learn whenever he sees me doing something. That's what I, uh, you know. And whenever I have a fight or something, he always he always like comes over to the house. To, like he'll you know watch me on the TV. Aaron's on TV. Aaron's fighting. <laughs> it's pretty cool. He gets all hyped. Damn! How crazy is it to see yourself on TV? Oh, dude. Yeah. Every time I'm like, I get like, I get like weird, like nerves, you know, it's like, man, I'm about to see myself again. And, you know, I know I didn't do anything weird, but dude, it's just so crazy seeing myself on there. Like, <laughs> what if they catch me picking my nose or scratching my butt? Like, you know, it's going to be wild. I'll be, I'll be so embarrassed. I'll never show my face again. It's kind of, it's kind of that way. It's like, it's like, what if they just catch me doing something real weird and uh, they're like facing out? <laughs> those are my biggest fears that's what keeps me awake at night now and and you'll be known as that guy like <laughs> yeah it's like it's like man he, that guy likes to pick his nose holy cow <laughs> oh or you could just run with it you'd be like yeah yeah, I could run with it, yeah. <laughs> every time i fight i just flick a booger on the map before we fight oh yeah oh, there gross. you go <laughs> oh, come out of, come out of the fight it's on my head or something somewhere yeah <laughs> And there he is, the famous booger picker. Yeah. <laughs> no, <I'm just> 
Yeah, you know, uh, they uh, yeah. So I came out with the I came out with a Nick cool, pretty cool nickname out of the uh, out of the house. Um, they mentioned it. They mentioned it a few times, but they call they started calling me Alaska bullworm. You know, SpongeBob. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the big worm that can't be stopped and it just kind of goes. You have to let it go off cliff or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, I've never actually seen. I've never actually seen the episode. You know, they're like, they're like, man, it's uh, once you get going, you can't be stopped, kind of thing. And I was like, oh yeah, it's kind of cool. And they explained it to me, and it sounded kind of funny at first. But uh, after I watched the episode, I'm like, oh, I like it. I could, it could stick. It stick. If it if it sticks, it sticks. That'd be awesome. Damn, the Alaskan bullworm. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah. I guess the nickname just kind of. <laughs> like you can't choose your own nickname like no no i, I told myself to I, yeah i told myself when i got into it they were asking me why i don't have a nickname and i'm like i was like i don't believe in giving myself a nickname i just i can't i can't be that guy i need to i need to get one from from a conglomeration of of dudes and fighters <laughs> <laughs> that's actually pretty cool though the alaskan bullworm that's that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty legit you haven't seen that episode What's that? You haven't seen that episode? Oh, I saw it as soon as I got back. As soon oh, as did I got you? back okay. to Alaska, I, I booted it up and I was like, I gotta see what this bullworm is. <laughs> make sure I'm make sure I'm not making too much fun of myself. <laughs> right, I was like, oh, that's cool. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Make some merch. Make some merch on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how that you were just me laying on laying down eating stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your uh, jersey you got on? The tough jersey? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been yeah, I've been rocking this stuff uh all day, every day. It's comfortable. I haven't left I haven't really left the house. <laughs> Damn, that's dope. So everybody yeah. it's a uh it's a, just a tough jersey. Blue yeah, and tough yellow. jersey has, has Volk on the back. Yeah, let me show you. Let me show you. I'll get up, I'll show you. Oh yeah, can you see? Can you see? All right. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Team, oh yeah, <laughs> oh. but uh, Damn. yeah, it's a uh, pretty comfy stuff. I'm lounging around in it, and uh, because we're moving, I'm like, I'm like, you know, I have a whole like, I have like four days worth of like tough gear, so why not just use that and not use my actual clothes? <laughs> <laughs> Go straight yeah, they... to the couch and working out in this stuff. Yeah, they uh, I guess yeah, they load you up with all kind of just tough gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's uh, it's all well to me. It's all like I'm like this is super comfy, and uh, you know, I don't I don't have to dig into my suitcase right now, so it's, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep washing these every two days. <laughs> wow, you man! Some, gave me some hats too, or what? Or just shirts? Oh yeah, yeah. Give me some hats too. Yeah. Oh, is that a hat? Oh, it's a tough hat. Yeah, oh. Yeah. I normally don't wear hats, but yeah, this hat is a must. Damn, Aaron's all geared yeah. out. Everybody, he's geared yeah, out. Yeah, that's, that's me. I'm wearing wearing uh, all my tough gear. Tough shorts. Okay, just, just two, just two pieces. Just two pieces. Oh, just <laughs> <laughs> not the not the full set right now. Not the no, full no, set. No. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be standing up, or else I would have. <laughs> Well, we got some time. You can grab them. Just kidding. <laughs> I'll go change real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Outside my house, I'll go grab them real quick. <laughs> Damn, man, that's I can't believe. Like, I well, like how I first like seen I first like got a your name and stuff. 
somebody shared, I forgot who it was, but it's on my Facebook timeline. It was your picture and it said you're a creek and that you were a pro fighter and that you were you were gonna be on the ultimate fighter. But you know, like prior to that, I didn't know there was gonna be a tough 29 or anything because of COVID and all that. Like I had no idea like what yeah. was going on. And so I was like, you know, I did my research and looked around, checked around and I seen, I seen like, yeah, like you were going to be on tough. And I was like, oh shit, like, this is really cool. And damn, tried my hardest to find you. And I did, I found you on Instagram, like stroke of luck. And I was like, damn, Sky probably won't even text me back or anything, but I'll try it. And then like, (laughs) (laughs) uh, when you looked me up, did, uh, did another guy come up? Another Aaron Phillips come up? Like, uh, I think it might be his, uh, I think his handle might be like head kicks, head kicks MMA or something like that. Um, yeah, but there's two another yeah another there's another Aaron Phillips in uh, in the UFC right now at 135 and it was pretty funny the guys that the guys that told me a story they're like they're like oh yeah we thought uh we thought it was like the 135 Aaron he's like bumping up or something he was bumping up to uh 185 and dude we we're like man he's a UFC fighter he's bumped up to 85 that's crazy like man like they they got all kind of like we're like man we're gonna have to fight this guy like <laughs> I was like man, he put on a lot of weight if he's going 35 to 85. I know that's fifty pounds. Damn. <laughs> yeah, but he fights. He fights in the. He fights in the um, UFC though. He's a. He's he's good. He's good to watch. Actually, yeah, I seen him, and then I, I mean, I went to his profile, and I was looking around at him, and I was like, "Is this is this the guy I'm looking for?" And I was like looking at his pictures, and he was in the UFC already, and I was like, "I don't think this is him," and I was <laughs> like, "And I, man, I really had to look, and I was gonna message him, and then I was like, "Man, let me look real quick." So I scrolled back. And I seen another Aaron Phillips, which was you. And I was like, I think this is him. So yeah, that's when I messaged you. A lot of people think I'm a scammer. Like, did you think that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was just like, I was like, oh yeah, be from be on your podcast. Cool. All right. <laughs> yeah, everybody opens my thing and they're like, Yeah, like didn't know if I should reply to you or not. Cause like because on Instagram, there's like a bunch of freaking scammers. Like I get them too. They're like, "Hey, uh, would you like to do this and collaborate and all this?" And at first, I think the first one was like, it was asking me to collaborate with them and you know shout them out and send them my all my stuff. And I was like, "Yeah, like cool, like yeah, I'll do it." And then then they asked, started asking around for my credit card and all my info, and I was like, "Oh fuck, great, no, 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 fuck off, please." <laughs> Yeah, dude, uh, you got to watch out for people on there. I, I get a lot of that stuff now. It's like it's like collab collab for our shirts, and I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> you want this? You want this? I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> just just give me just give me on your interviews, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to talk to somebody. Yeah, man, fuck, I hate scammers, man. Oh my god, it's such a pain in the ass. Because I'm like, yeah, let's let's collaborate, and it's like. Oh, well, give us all your info and then we'll collaborate. I'm like, man, get out of here. Yeah, here with that. <laughs> we don't have time for this. <laughs> like, well, I don't I don't need your scams in my life. <laughs> man, so what's Alaska like? Like you well, I don't know if you know, uh, do you know have you heard of Shauna Echohawk? No, no. She's from Alaska. She's from, uh, she's Pawnee. I'm Pawnee, but she, mm-hmm. she lives in Alaska and I had her on huh. like maybe, maybe a couple weeks ago, but, um, she was on that show bearing Seagold. And oh, so she's down in the Nome area. 
Where at? I think in, in Nome. I think uh, Bering Sea Gold is in Nome, I think. Yeah, I think she had to like, travel over there. Nome. Yeah, I traveled to Nome and they're on those little like rafts or barges, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she was talking about a little bit about where she lived at and how it was, um, you know, like, yeah, very isolated. And there's like a, I think there's a an island or something where there are like, was it, I think she's like theaters and stuff to do, but it's kind of a distance away from where she was. Is that the same oh, thing yeah, for yeah. you too? Uh, yeah, well, for if I wanted to go to a theater, the nearest one is probably Nome, um, which is, you know, it's like $300 plane ticket on Bering Air. You know, I have to take $300 to get there. <laughs> um, but that's like a second. That's, that's a small town to uh, to the south of us. Um, so it's but that they only have like one movie in their theater for like a week and then they change it. Yeah, it's uh, but then to go to Anchorage, it's about an hour, 15 minute like jet ride um so a big jet you just take that hour 15 down there when you're in anchorage you get all the movies you want you know it's a big pretty big city so that's where we do all our shopping and stuff if we like like whenever or whenever we do go down like for fights and stuff we always come back with a ton of groceries or like a ton of stuff <laughs> watch watch 12 movies in a day it's wild wow we get deprived we get deprived man we come back with a hundred piece nuggets from mcdonald's <laughs> they don't even make the plane half the time (laughs) (laughs) holy shit that's crazy what like uh oh my god so so where you live it's like it's just i'm sure like you said you hunt all the time fish yeah we Um, do some hunting we do some fishing um my my brother my little brother he actually does a lot of it he does he's he's a wild man he's always out i feel like like he's never home when i see him at home it's uh it's like seeing sasquatch it's like oh you're you exist <laughs> but, um yeah there's a lot to do out here like outdoorsy wise uh-huh. um as long as you have like well you guys well like i can't say there's a lot to do if you don't have a if you don't have a atv or a boat it's kind of hard to do any of those things but if you have those you basically go anywhere you want um and uh it's just a lot of it's 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 just great you know i got a lot of stuff Got a lot of animals out here, so it's a good time, and we we try to live off the land as much as we can, just because it saves a lot of money. You know, everything costs a lot up here, and it doesn't stay fresh for long. So it's like, oh man, and shopping like a hundred dollars is like a is like dinner for that day. You know, or like dinner and lunch for that day, but and uh, like hundred dollars anywhere else, you could that's like a meal. That's like meals for a couple of days or a few days. You know, at least a week. So it's pretty wild. It's a uh, it's definitely a lot of uh, living off the land is definitely a lot more affordable than actually just going to the store mm-hmm. most times. Yeah. So what's your favorite thing to do up there? My favorite thing uh, last year, me and my girlfriend, we started going down the coast. Um, we have this, like we could just go follow the beach and we could get to about, we could get like drive until we get to the, uh, the Arctic circle and um, or about where the Arctic circle is. And uh we could just look for mammoth, like mammoth bones and stuff like that. Mammoth tusks. Uh, my brother, actually, he goes down there. He's been going down there a lot too. And he's been coming back to a lot of like mammoth tusks and stuff. It's pretty crazy. And uh, mastodon, mastodon bones and, and ivory and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Um, but I've been like, I've been going down there a lot with my girlfriend last year. And, uh, you know, you see this perma, all the permafrost melting and stuff and like falling. And it's, uh, it's, it's definitely crazy to see. Um, I'll probably only try to get down there a lot this, this summer before mm-hmm. leaving. So we can try to look for some uh, Mastodon stuff, you know, like fossils and stuff like that. And uh, 
try to get as much as I can before I leave and, you know, just really em- embrace the life here before I leave for a long time. <laughs> Whoa. Mastodon fossils. How freaking yeah, cool man, is wild. that? Yeah, my brother comes back with tusks all the time and he's always like, oh, I got a lot of scraps. And it's like a big old like mastodon tusk. I'm like, man, those things are live in the ice age or before the ice age, too. Like, Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does he like hang them up or what does he do with them? Yeah, yeah. He's got, well, he's got one on a display out our window um, in the front. He, uh, it's just a big old, like a little, like a tusk. Um, yeah, it's like, I think the older it is or something, uh, the, like if, if, if it's like really, really old, it, uh, it'll be blue. Um, and he has a man, he has one that's like, it's basically all blue. And it's, it's, uh, it's crazy just, just seeing something that old and just being like, man, we just found this sticking out of the mud. Look like a, look like a tree. <laughs> Damn. Man, you got any uh, pictures posted on Instagram or anything? Oh man, I could yeah, I could definitely. I'll, I'll start posting them. I'll, I'll put yeah. them out there. Yeah, Damn, I like to see that. That's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a wild. Yeah, my brother's like my brother says that whenever he posts it, it's people are always like asking like, "Hey, uh, can we buy this from you?" And he's, like, he's like, "No, this is mine." <laughs> I'm always like, I'm always like, yeah, tell them to go find their own. Those are too cool to sell. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I wonder how much they'd go for. I wonder how much you would they, people want to buy them for. Uh-huh. I don't even know, man. Yeah, I, I mean, either I, I don't either. <laughs> Damn, it's wild. I, I'd be like, I'd be like, I, I feel like I wouldn't be selling it for enough. That kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Well, if you have any extra, I'll, I'll take something. I'll take <laughs> a little something. something. <laughs> if we ever link up, you know, I'll, I'll take something. No, yeah, just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Just, make sure, just don't forget the mastodon, all right? <laughs> Bro, I don't care nothing about anything else. Just, just a mastodon. I'm just carrying around a huge tusk. <laughs> I have to give this to a guy. Have you seen him? <laughs> he has a podcast. I forgot what it is. <laughs> <laughs> the Okie Podcast. Where's it at? Where do I find the studio? <laughs> I must get this. I must get this tusk to him. <laughs> Damn, that's really cool. I don't know. Yeah, I'd I'd hang in here. It'd probably be bigger than my room though. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could we could cut it down. It's all right. <laughs> Damn. I didn't yeah, I never even thought like I knew well, I guess Ma- yeah, Macedons were up there. I guess I knew that, but I didn't think like even finding fossils would be a thing. Like that's super fucking cool, man. Like just to go out and find something like that. Yeah, it's just wild. Anything, anything like other other fossils, or just does that? Um, do you find? I think those are the ones you mainly find. Um, I mean, there's there's bones everywhere. I mean, just because like hunting and like bears and stuff, and you know, this leaving leaving behind uh, caribou carcasses and stuff. So you find a lot of cool horns and stuff, and you could do like stuff with horns. Um, you know, and it's it's it's, it's cool. I mean, but like but mainly when you go down there, though, you find like mastodon or mammoth stuff, and it's uh, um, my brother last year he found a uh, there's a walrus underneath the underneath some of the permafrost. It was like some of the, it was underneath trying to I think it was like might have been trying to like get cool, but the permafrost mm-hmm. it melts and then like it just like falls off. It just like fall like it just just breaks off all the time. And uh, I think it was underneath there, and it the permafrost fell off and crushed it and. Uh, you know, he was going down and he's like, Oh, and he saw the, saw the mammoth sticking or not the mammoth, the, the walrus sticking out. And uh, he's like, Oh, well the tusks are still here. So he took the tusks and the skull and everything else was like underneath the permafrost. So he couldn't, 
he couldn't get it. Yeah, it was pretty wild. <laughs> wow, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. It's just like it's like, man, you can find anything out there. Damn, that'd be really cool, man. I'd like to take a trip up there and just, just yeah, just walk around and see what I can find, <laughs> man. That'd be super dope. Yeah, there's a whole lot of Alaska to see, man. There's like like the south, the southeast is really is really different compared to the northwest kind of thing, you know, and like the like Anchorage area is like you know they have a lot of stuff to do there. It's you know this like Alaska has just so many like different places that are so pretty and so so different. Um, I I like to, I like to vouch for like the rural areas like well, like places where I'm from, but the cost here is so high that it's kind of like uh, it makes it hard for people to get here and do stuff, you know. Wow, how much does it cost? Unless they know somebody. Yeah. Uh, well, a plane ticket normally, uh, I would say is probably about like, like two to $300, depending on the, what's going on. Um, like if there's like events or whatever, like touristy stuff going on, I mean, it probably costs a little more, but, um, that's like a one way. And then, um, like the hotel here, oh my gosh, it's, it's, it's like 230 a night or something like God, damn. I know. I'm like, I'm like, oh my, oh my gosh. Like, how are you, how are you supposed to get guests in there? <laughs> what the but they're, hell? Doing, they're doing something right because it sells out all the time so damn yeah that's insane. But they got like airbnb they got like airbnbs and stuff but i don't know uh, i don't know the cost of those i never really looked into an airbnb here before mm-hmm. um but uh yeah it's uh it's pretty expensive gas is i think almost six dollars a gallon it's like five five thirty nine or something like that now um and a gallon of milk is a uh, gallon of milk's almost ten dollars. I think it's like nine forty six or half what? gallon of milk. Yeah, half gallon of milk's like a gallon. But it was like nine forty six. Whoa. Yeah, that's that's uh that's pretty wild. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I wouldn't make it up there, man. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to you'd like you'd really save up. It's like I want to go to Kachibi for two days or go go visit thailand for for two months oh my god yeah yeah those prices are insane for milk shit <laughs> everything everything's real spendy here man it's it's this is rough damn what's your favorite uh food off the land favorite uh i'd have to gotta say uh probably moose heart or moose heart and tongue mm-hmm yeah, those are those are my favorites. You throw that in, a, like make a soup out, make a make a stew out of it. Oh my gosh, dude! I I eat that. I eat that every day of my life. Like moose, a moose heart is like the best the best meat you'll ever eat. Really? Yeah, yeah. Damn, I have to try that out. Moose heart. Well, just the moose in general. I've never had moose. Yeah, just yeah, just. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say. I was like, I was like, well, I guess the rest of the moose is pretty good too. <laughs> oh. Well, um, do you have any uh, closing remarks, any advice for up and coming fighters or anyone in general? Just anything you'd like to say to anybody? Uh, yeah. Um, first, uh, first and foremost, tune in uh, Tuesday. Uh, I think that'd be that'd been might be eight o'clock of your guys' time uh, for Top Twenty Nine episode. And, uh, you know, just uh, this upcoming fighters, you know, and, you know, just feel like you've got to, uh, you just got to keep moving forward. Um, that's the thing. I was like, I noticed like a lot of people, they get really down off the, after fights and stuff. And 
you know, that some things don't go their way. They don't have the right facilities. It's just, you got to keep moving forward. You got to keep working hard. Um, a lot of fighting is just, is hard work and just, uh, keeping a positive mindset, even in the hardest times. And, uh, yeah, it's just keep pursuing your dreams. It'll happen. I mean, as long as you just work hard, it's going to, everything will happen. Hell yeah. And then, um, you want to shout out your socials? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, follow me on uh, Instagram. That's probably the most active one I have is, uh, Aaron Phillips MMA. So let me say that one more time. Cause I messed up <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Phillips MMA. And then, uh, follow me on Twitter, uh, a Phillips MMA. I think that's one. I think I might be, yeah, I think I'm on my Twitter, but I'm not too sure either way. Uh, Instagram is the important one. Cause I've, I'm really active on that. I post a lot of Alaska stuff on there. I post my dogs, I post my family. I post all my fight stuff and all my uh, tough stuff and, you know, I'll follow fights and talk and, uh, you know, message people back and stuff on that one. That's the one I'm really active on. So follow me on Instagram, Aaron Phillips MMA. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me for on this, uh, on the show. Yeah, bro. No problem. And thank you. Thank you, bro, for coming on. And for sure, everybody go follow Aaron Phillips, please go watch tough 29. Yeah. So everybody go follow Aaron, man. Keep up with him, man. And just, he's going to be, making some big waves coming out soon and just keep an eye out for him. And he's doing a lot of great things and, and yeah, everybody just believe in yourself. Keep working hard. Don't matter what, no matter what kind of, you know, facilities you have, just like you said, just keep working at it, man. It'll happen. It'll happen. And uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Please. If you haven't yet go subscribe, rate, review, okay. Podcasts on all platforms, go follow the Instagram page, add me up on Facebook. It's everywhere. So Thanks, everybody. Peace.